The views and opinions expressed by the following program and its participants are solely their current opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Bobo 89.1 FM and DMS Broadcasting respective stations. The program participants' opinions are based upon information they consider reliable and based on their knowledge. At the Health Services Authority, we want to keep you informed about the latest developments that impact your health because your health matters to us. Join us each Friday and Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. as we cover health news, offer advice, and answer your questions on healthcare today with HSA. The Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky via WhatsApp 925-6532 or call 244-2715. For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit hsa.ky. Welcome to the wonderful show of Health Matters with the Cayman Islands Health Services Authority. Of course, I'm your host, Chuck Taylor, and today we have a special guest in-house with us, Chief Pharmacist, Mr. Colin Medford. How are you doing, sir? I'm well, thank you. Um, so uh, let's let's dive right into it. We we got a busy show here. Of course, uh, I, I know you're a busy person. How many how many pharmacists do the HSA have? Currently we've got a pro- we've got forty-eight pharmacists on staff. Wow, yes. that's that's a whole that's several departments. Yeah, um, actually, our pharmacists are also in the district clinics, um, and that also includes Faith Hospital, Caymanbrat, and uh, we've got pharmacists in Northside, East End, Bodentown clinics, as well as West Bay, and uh, we also had a Georgetown Hospital Pharmacy over at the General Practice Clinic um, that will now be closed with the opening of our new. Smith Road Pharmacy, which is bigger, so we we do need um, we do need to have enough personnel to cover the daily duties, which which are much more than dispensing. And and see and and that's what we're really here to talk about is the brand new opening of the pharmacy. Which is an expanded one. Am I correct in that? Uh, yes, um, we we have changed the way things are done as far as our pharmacy is concerned. Um, and we hope to we hope to carry that same mm-hmm. model okay. throughout all of our pharmacies on the island. Right. And the, the new pharmacy that's happening on Smith Road, it's called the Smith Road Medical Center. It's going into effect when? It is. We've been there now. We've been in operation since uh, three weeks ago. Oh, okay. So, so, so it's actually operational. I, I know every time we have the big press release, they, they, they usually say, oh, you know, it's the grand opening, but it's already open. Yes, it is. Um, we, the grand opening occurred uh, a couple of weeks prior. We are now open to business mm-hmm. and, and seeing patients as, as normal. Wow. Wow. And th- this headlines a milestone for the HSA. I mean, we, we know that the HSA is a world-class facility, world-class organization, but this has been a quite a long master plan they've been implementing over, over 30 years. Uh, yes, it is in keeping with the hospital's strategic initiative. Mm-hmm. Um, and that plan includes improving the patient's experience, um, not just in pharmacy, but through all of our services. Um, and uh, if you 
look holistically at the Smith Road Center, you'd realize that we've got quite a few services being offered there. Our specialist clinic has moved there. Okay. Uh, well, most of their services have moved there. Um, and now the general practice clinic will also move there. And um, there is also there are also plans for sports medicine. Okay, so um, which which is that that seems to be the the trending. I mean, as people get more fit, they seem to have more experiences that they need outpatient and and services of that nature. Yeah, absolutely, and and fitness as well as um, things like athletics and so on have caught on. They're very popular here now. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you go to the stadium any any evening in the week from Monday to Thursday, mm-hmm. um, you'll see the youth. Right. On display, just training. And um, obviously, coming from that, uh, there'll be a need for persons to do repair and and maintenance. Of course, uh, of course. bodies after all the wear and tear. Exactly. And and that's just part of the overall health and wellness that the HSA has been planning and implementing over a series of years. Uh, You you said that it was several departments within the pharmacy. Give me an example. Give give me a little bit of information about that. We do several things, several different things. One of the things I think most persons aren't aware of is that there are times that we have to manufacture or compound our own medicine. Um, we We can make anything. We can make ointments. We can make creams, mouthwashes. Um, I guess if we had to, we'd probably make shampoos and any other thing <laughs> as well. And, and we're trained to do that. I mean, all pharmacists are trained to make anything at all. Soap, you name it, we can make it. And, and, that, um, and that's that's just not good um, aesthetically, but you get the freshest, not just the freshest, but the most compound ingredients because you know what you're putting into it. You you have that assurance, that understanding. Yeah, but remember, of, we, we, have to, we still have to abide by standards. Mm-hmm. And those standards are um, things like stability, data, mm-hmm. um, whether or not the compatibility is correct for the things that we want to mix um, or looking for those things which are listed as compatible. Mm-hmm. So they're estab- we, we follow established guidelines. We, we don't just go in and start mixing <laughs> off the top of our heads. No, no, no. But, uh, of course but not. We follow, we follow established guidelines and those guidelines pretty much give us the best possible practice ingredients and process mm-hmm. to employ in order for us to manufacture what is expected and right. most effective for our patients. And and that's the industry standard no matter where you are Absolutely. in the world. Absolutely. So um, our our product should be comparable to any other product, whether it is manufactured by hand or by machine. It's a rarity to talk to somebody who knows the actual medicine. I mean, we, we, we talk to doctors. You, you always you always kind of, oh, the doctors say, oh, we'll, we'll pass it on to the pharmacy. And you're thinking, okay, it's one person. But there's a whole machine behind the medicine that you're talking yes, about. It's quite a bit of work. And you're asking me about the various areas. Uh, manufacturing is just one. Our manufacturing is actually divided into two categories. We've got non-sterile manufacturing mm-hmm. and we've got sterile manufacturing which deals now with um, the more complex mixing um, medication that needs to be delivered to patients in a sterile manner so those would be things like intravenous infusions okay and we do that for our oncology and hematology we do it for um, chemotherapy uh, we do it for what, what we call TPN um, peripheral nutrition which goes into the 
into the, the veins, feeding so, persons. Right? So, so you do outpatient stuff, but you do also inpatient for hospital care. Absolutely, also. Yeah, I was going to get to that as well. <laughs> okay, as well okay. Sorry, I, I'm jumping yeah. the gun. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's okay because our our chemotherapy is not really an inpatient service; it's an outpatient service. Mm-hmm. Patients come to the chemo unit, and um, the pharmacy prepares the chemotherapy. Um, uh, what we call aseptically or in a sterile environment, and uh, we deliver it to be to be to be administered uh, over in the chemo day unit. But um, apart from that, like the the TPN, which is nutrition um, for adults as well as newborns, um, we do quite a bit of that as well, and uh, that has to be done in a sterile uh, environment also. Mm-hmm. So that would be impatient. Inpatient. Okay. Uh, and anything else they ask for on the inpatient side of things, we clinically we can do. And, and see, in now that you guys are in a bigger area in town, you can actually do quite a bit more. I would suspect. Well, yeah, we we've, we've uh, the the thing is that the pharmacy at Smith Road is really purely outpatient. Okay. So, um, but it is bigger because uh, as the years have gone by, we realized very quickly that we were outgrowing the space that we had over at Georgetown. And I, don't I can know. I can attest to that. I'm a big guy. I go in there and I sit down and I'm like, okay, I, I, I love the conversation, but, you know, you need a little bigger area. So I'm glad this has happened. Yeah, we, we no, and uh, it's it's good for our practice as well because, and our patients more so, because um, you, you want to be in an environment where we are, doing are we working safely mm-hmm. and it gives that confidence we, it, the confidence transcends to the patients where the patients will know that everything is being done to ensure that they're getting the best possible care um, that the HSA is offering as far as pharmaceuticals is concerned um, and the space that we've gotten on the inside has given us the ability to do much more um, at a faster rate okay. for, for, many, for many more persons and it has proven so far to be effective. And, and that's that's what it's all about. It's all about giving your patients the best experience overall. Yes. And and, and you know we we kind of take it we take it for granted that it's expected to be there, but a lot goes in behind the scenes to make this happen, I would suggest. Absolutely. Uh, planning is one of the first things we have to do. And the planning um, I must say that um, management was pretty much on point. Um, right through the entire hospital. Um, everybody was in concert as far as, first of all, allocating the space, um, selecting where we would get the space, um, looking at how much space was available, what we could do with that space. And then the, the pharmacy team uh, sat down and we divided ourselves into a number of committees dealing with specific things. Mm-hmm. And uh, those things have literally become what you see now. They're, they've uh, materialized into what you're seeing now as far as the floor space is concerned, the layout for our workflow, the, the flow for our patients, the, the convenience of the patients having a comfortable waiting area, um, the lack of persons having to stand in line mm-hmm. at two and three and four windows and so on. Right. That has all been eliminated. It's and just one shot now and get yes, it done. Yes, you come you come in, um, the most windows you would transit are two. You come mm-hmm. in, you give in your medicine, you mm-hmm. you wait, you come and you, in, you pick you, up you pick it up and you go. Okay. Excellent. And Excellent. what is what is good about that is that on the inside, the patient is being tracked on the inside mm-hmm. by our system. 
um, we we don't lose track of our patients um, as far as the waiting room is concerned because you know some persons are handing a prescription and they're sitting there and they think you know um, what are they doing in there with my prescription I've been sitting here and nobody said anything to me right we've literally um, connected all those dots first of all we can monitor what is happening with the patients in the waiting room and secondly as we work and we are trying to keep the workflow um, on par with the waiting times we can monitor to see whether or not we're falling behind um, and who we're falling behind with. And if there's a problem, we've got the ability to um, communicate that information to our patients in the waiting room. So we've got someone who would be directly associated with communicating with the patients in the waiting room. Right. Um, and that person also deals with patients who may have questions, um, who may want help with using the, the queuing system or kiosk. Okay. So the Qmatic system uh, that we're using has afforded us uh, quite a bit of um, access to information gathering as well as patient monitoring. That's uh, excellent. Well, one, one of the things that, uh, you know, you, you're talking about um, information, we are kind of in that information age and communication comes so easy. So let's say um, just for, for, I can't get there right now. Can I WhatsApp you? Can I? How, how, are there outside methods to get in and put your prescription? Well, our WhatsApp in? is yeah. Our WhatsApp is primarily used. We have a WhatsApp. Uh, we have a WhatsApp link. Mm-hmm. You can use that to actually send us prescriptions. Okay. And and, and the that the beauty of that is like me. I've. I've had prescriptions that I could not even pronounce the name of. <laughs> I, you know, you know it, it's very, you know, very typical. And I was like, okay, I'd love just to be able to take a picture of it, send it into you with my name and all my information, and right. that way. No, you've you've actually gone on the right track because I said prescriptions, but really and truly, the WhatsApp is primarily for refills. Okay. Um, and what you do is you just do what you just said. Take a picture of your labels. The labels have all the information we need. Mm-hmm. So you take a picture of your labels and you send it through to us. Instantly, you'll get a message saying um, that we've received your we've received your um, your order or mm-hmm. your request. Um, we don't take prescriptions on WhatsApp, right? And and that is that is pretty much. Uh, a best practice, thing. right? You you need to see them. There may be information yes, that yes. they need to get. It may be their first time getting it. Yeah, filled. And the idea is that prescriptions are really and truly meant to be a single document, unless the doctor does something otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then, they would we would know because they would indicate that. But a prescription is supposed to be a single use document, and we we cannot encourage persons to make copies or. Or, um, or duplicates, mm-hmm. and to have them around because that is not what is that is not what is supposed to happen. Exactly. Um, so we 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 will take your refill we'll take your pres- refills. If you don't have your boxes, if you've thrown them away by mistake or whatever, you can actually just list the medicines. Give us your name, your your MRN if you know it. Mm-hmm. Very few people do. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but your date of birth will work. Okay. So your full name, your date of birth. And the medicines that you want, you just itemize them one by one on the WhatsApp, mm-hmm. and we will uh, certainly track it down from yeah, that point. As well as as well as communicate with you in case there are any uh, changes. You need to know. Yes. Okay, and 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 that's for me. That is the the idea of being very for 
thinking because it makes it easier that communication network is there so you're using it so it works to the patient's benefit yes and the other thing is too that uh, we think about the convenience as well um if you're in if you're going to send it in via whatsapp and you're in Bodentown, and that's where you want your medicines to be mm-hmm. then you just indicate uh there and tell us that you you're going to pick up at Bodentown pharmacy and we'll have it there for you um and, and, and that's the beauty of it you have so many clinics around the island that yes. makes it very easily accessible yes yes and, and we all communicate the systems are the same so we can go in any system anywhere and see your medicines and see your uh, history and uh, that makes it very it makes it very accessible for us and uh, very convenient for the patients as well excellent excellent so so the brand new um the brand new pharmacy on smith road uh what times are they open for uh we're open from uh, Monday to Friday, 8 mm-hmm. until 9 p.m., 8 a.m. until 9 p.m. And on weekends and public holidays, uh, 8 a.m. until 5.30 p.m. And, and that's the beauty of it, folks. You, many times if you're a, a working person, a working mom, a working parent, you know, you don't, you can't get there during the daytime. So the fact that you guys are open till 9 p.m. is definitely a plus because, Half of the time, I'll get home and be like, oh, I got to go shopping. I got to pick up medication. I, I need to, to get these things done. And it's after six or seven before I can actually yeah. get back you out on the road. something as well. Yeah. Traffic. Oh. <laughs> how, 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 could, how could I forget traffic? Yeah, traffic. <laughs> um, that, that changes things these days. Um, but what I wanted to tell you is that along with the WhatsApp, and uh, let me give you the number for the WhatsApp refills as well. Okay. Um, that's 925 Six five three four, so you can add it to your contacts, um, and uh, and send us start to send us your medication refills or for your family. Okay, so folks, if you're tuning in right now, uh, you gotta add this to your. I know you gotta have a, a vast list of WhatsApp. This is for the HSA pharmacy as a whole. You can go ahead and send them your photo of your prescription or your name and the birth, date of birth refills. to get your refilled prescription at 925-6534. That's 925-6534. That's the HSA refill prescription WhatsApp, and that gets you right in the front door. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, that's a good way to put it. Um, well, no, the, the refills will be, will be ready at least 24 hours after we've received them. So what we always ask patients to do is not to wait until the last minute, even though we know it will happen. Mm-hmm. It happens to all of us. Yes. Um, but we do know that it will happen. But we, we ask patients more often than not to ensure that they send those refills to us at least a week before they're necessary, or five days at least, mm-hmm. or before they're ready to, um, to run out. Um, and, and folks, you have to remember, sometimes medication... You'll forget to the last moment, but be proactive because it may be life-threatening medication that is needed, and you can't wait. And then, you know, you're kind of thinking after the fact, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Get it done early, and that gives the pharmacist time to make sure that everything is right and give you the right one. Absolutely, and if there's a problem, you know, then you've not given us the refill at the last minute, and you don't have any more, and we've realized that we probably need to get something for you. Mm-hmm. You, you'll still have some at home to take until we seek to get them in uh, if on if we need to do so. Okay. Um, and uh, um, in most cases, we try as much as possible to ensure that we've got enough supplies for everyone. But mm-hmm. 
things happen internationally and sometimes I, I was I was control. I was just about to talk about that, you know, with coming out of a pandemic and now we have, you know, different wars and di- different crises globally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that may affect the supply chain of certain things. Yeah. Um, and we are, I mean, I think we're probably one of the most fortunate or blessed islands in the in the region because mm-hmm. we have managed to get our hands on nearly everything that we um, we need. Okay. So when it comes to all of the those critical medicines that we need to have, at present, I can safely say that we do have quite okay. a few of them, if not all. Um, there are some cases where we've got international issues where um, there have been maybe a recall yeah. or perhaps just a manufacturing issue. A challenge. And, uh, yeah, we, we, uh, thank you. And we've found ourselves, um, like most other persons, even in, across the United States, um, with, the same, with the same problem, um, having to try to locate alternative supplies and so on. The good thing about here is that we, first of all, we seek to source our medicines from credible uh, sources mm-hmm. um, and uh, establish sources where we can actually see a link to someone who has done due diligence and they know for a fact that the, med- the medicines quality we're getting is going to be on par with what is expected um, based on best practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, obviously that is a, a that is a big task, but we have to do it because of the fact that we are, we are serving a nation. Um, but at the same time, there are times when we do have those shortages and uh, sometimes they can be, they're predicted. We can look at the American Association of Hospital Systems. Uh, they provide lists of drugs that are in short supply. And uh, uh, we look at those places or we get updates from the FDA and we'll see where problems are anticipated. And uh, we work around those by trying to get alternatives from other places. And some of those places will include Australia, New Zealand, because they have fairly good standards of, of manufacturing as well. Mm-hmm. Canada, um, definitely a big supplier, uh, and so on. And, and that's one of the things, I mean, people think that being a pharmacist is just about dispensing medication. Oh, I need, uh, and I'm just being, you know, on, on the bottom, I need aspirin. But but they don't realize that that had to come from somewhere. And we're an island, so it takes time to get here. The, it, you know, you, you have all of these other things that you guys have to factor in mm-hmm. to get that end product to the user. Yeah, and the other thing is that the quality of the product is important as well. We can't just buy any aspirin that's on the market and sell it. You know, we've got to be absolutely sure that what is in that tablet is aspirin. Right. I don't know if you've heard about it, but there's something called counterfeit medication. Really? Yeah, and uh, if you look at a counterfeit medicine, you would not be able to recognize the difference between that and the real thing. And this is even down to the electronic security packaging. Wow. On so the container. That, that's, you know, and that's the thing that I think you guys have such a grasp on. You're ahead of the curve. So you guys think and you act and you source these out from places, as you say, that is reputable, that has a track history of Absolutely. being, being oh, well, we're there. I mean, we're trained. Um, the thing is that, you know, counterfeit medicine is one of the single most headaches for the the United Nations as well as Interpol, and they work together to to fight against it. And I, I tell you this because um, there are reports 
and credible reports where uh, persons have found uh, and tested drugs that came out of shipments from various places around the world. And what they found was the tablets contained, they had the, the correct markings, the correct um, the, the correct dosage form, they looked, the color was right, down to the very line on the tablet was correct. Mm -hmm. But you know what was in the tablet? Silicon, sand, and wow. thousands of them. So the problem was that Interpol really didn't know how far these tablets had reached around the world. And, and see, and see, that's when when you tell me things like that, I think okay, it's a a, a law organization. What would they know about healthcare? But yet, that's a crime still. Yeah, it's a, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, it is, and um, and and it, it is a real thing. I mean, mm -hmm. people think very little of the deception, putting these things together, and and just making the money. Um, and they're circulating all over the world. Uh, We're just going to take a quick pause here, folks. Uh, you're listening to Health Matters with the Cayman Islands Health Services Authority. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor, and with me, I have none other than Chief Pharmacist, Dr. Ka I keep saying doctor. It's coming, don't <laughs> It's just <laughs> Colin. We have with us uh, Colin Medford, the Chief Pharmacist over at the HSA. We've been talking uh, about the brand new opening that's happening on Smith Road, but we're also talking about everything that the pharmacist department does over there and how they source, how they basically make the medicine sometimes that we need based on that. And, you know, all the challenges that they go through that is, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I thought it was just, you know, hey, hand me the medicine and we're good to go. <laughs> not that simple, huh? Not always. Though. Not always, not always. And, and uh, you, you were talking about, what it takes to get medicine from other countries, from other from other places, other regions, sourcing it out if the normal supply chain is is disrupted or, or interrupted by various methods. So please continue. Okay, well, um, we first of all, we have a tendering system. Mm -hmm. And that system ensures that um, there is fair play across the board as far as our purchasing is and, and our, our acquisition of, of supplies is concerned. Um, and it's monitored, obviously, by the the, the government's uh, ten, uh, tender department. Um, the tender process is one of those methods that we use to ensure, first of all, that the companies that we're dealing with are above board. And um, there's certain criteria that they need to submit to us um, in order for us to know that they're above board. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of due diligence as far as the companies that we deal with is concerned. And then also any secondary companies that we may need to deal with if they can't supply our needs. They have fallen also into the same, um, under the same scrutiny. Um, and we ensure that this is done for everybody that we deal with. Okay. It doesn't matter what we're purchasing. Um, but as far as supplies are concerned, we've also established relationships with, with the suppliers and it helps us a lot to acquire things that the average places, in, I mean, well, I mean, in the region, uh, a lot of the drugs we carry are not available in the region. Mm -hmm. um, but because of those relationships, we've, we've been able to source um, medicines that are necessary for persons here. Um, and uh, in many cases, 
we, we've been able to do so with Continuum. So um, if you've got to get refills on an item, you don't just get it once. Yeah. But we're able to source it um, continuously so that you can get the treatment that you need. Exactly. And that's been so, very useful for us. Because as you said, it's sometimes it's a reoccurring prescription that is required. And so therefore you have to have enough of it in stock for a certain absolutely. amount of time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and um, like I said earlier, there are times when we will have shortages. Um, I think it is, it is almost obvious that at some point in time we're going to run out of something. Um, but what we try to do as much as possible is to make sure that we've either got a backup or uh, a route to get that supply for you if we are out of it ourselves. And that, that makes sense. As you said, you know, it's a, a well-oiled machine that you're working with and with a staff of over 40 plus, that, that's a huge number. And it takes basically the complete gamut to run. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh -huh. you, you said 40 plus. That's my, that is my staff compliment. Um, we've got 20 pharmacists. I'm oh. so sorry. <laughs> I am glad you just triggered that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, my full staff compliment is what I told you initially. Okay. But, uh, so. So. Yes. It, okay. So it's tw yes. twenty pharmacists yeah, and oh the full goodness, staff yes. is is forty. Yeah. Okay. You don't have all the pharmacists in the Cayman Islands. Because <laughs> I was. Which, which hey. Kudos to them because they act like forty. <laughs> they do the well, job. Of, I'm sure they'll be glad to hear that. <laughs> yes, they they do the job, and and I have to tell you, some of the most um, best information I had was very personable and was from pharmacists because sometimes the doctors give you information, but they speak in terms that you don't really get sometimes. And, and, You're not gonna get me in trouble, you know. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, hey, this is a real show. This is, this is a real show. And sometimes I get it that doctors, they, they may give me the name of it and say, hey, but then the pharmacists, they always say, hey, do you know what this drug does? And, and that to me is always a great thing because that opens up the conversation of, hey, well, you know, you can't have um, orange juice with this in the morning. Little simple things like yeah. that, that helps the person understand what they're taking well, even not, more not so. To, not to brag or anything, but I think pharmacy practice in the Cayman Islands is top notch. Um, a lot of the things that happen in other places simply don't happen and won't happen here, mm -hmm. um, as far as I know. Um, and, uh, and this is not just at the HSA, I'm talking about pharmacy practice across the board. I think um, the, the pharmacy practice on the island is at a sufficiently high standard where we can safely say that there's certain, there's certain things that you, I know you wouldn't get if you go to any of the private pharmacies. We don't even have to say like this pharmacy or that pharmacy. We just know mm -hmm. that you wouldn't be able to get it without a prescription. And right. um, it is something that is not necessarily true in many other places. So, um, as far as the pharmacists on the island are concerned, I can say that, and, and we interact a lot, um, and I can say that we, we've got fairly high standards across the island. Of course. It, itself. Um, and that, that's good for us, I believe. I, I totally agree with you. It puts a very um, personable aspect to the healthcare, which over the years, I will tell you, you know, being somebody who's had numerous people sick over the years, it gets daunting sometime. And I'm sure 
in your field, you hear thousands upon thousands of scenarios of, hey, you know, this medication was wrong, this this did, but I have rare, I, I don't think I've ever heard of that in the Cayman Islands because you guys have such a great backstory on a person. So I, I've been to places, in, and I'll just use the U.S., my name was one of another name. And I was like, hold on, no, no, this isn't my medication. I've never heard of this. And if I didn't check it or I didn't, you know, really pay attention, I would have probably taken a well, medication. Well, I've got to be very honest with you there. You know, um, it, it, we know for a fact that mistakes and accidents will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're looking at human beings. People get tired, uh, especially if you're doing the same thing over and over and over on a stretch of four to six hours um, and uh, you co- you take a break and come back and you start all over again doing the same thing. And that is how it is. Mm-hmm. And that is how it has to be. But um, we do know that that mistakes and accidents can happen. And they do happen. The important thing is that we have now got a system in place to catch mistakes and errors. And that's the key. And uh, Exactly. And well, we, we, even, we even look at things like a near miss. Mm-hmm. Um, if we've caught it on the inside, it doesn't go unreported. We we try as much as possible to ensure that we have documented the fact that um, I put aspirin into the paracetamol, and that, but it didn't go to the patient. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are measures in place, and then this transcends throughout the hospital. These reports go all the way up through the management levels um, and are compiled and examined. Um, uh, by senior management as well, and and it can be, and I I understand what you're saying. It could be something because I, I deal with radio, mm-hmm. and I've picked up the wrong microphone based <laughs> on the color, and that microphone went to a different radio station versus. <laughs> so so I do understand. So sometimes it could be packaging, it could be coloration, it could be placement yeah. of things. There there are always a reason for it, and you guys, what you just said helps you find the reason and correct it. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take it a little further. We we are um, we actually know, looking at things that have um, same look-alike and sound-alike mm-hmm. medicines, and they're now being segregated. So if you've got, there's some companies for some reason, I don't know why, all of their products come in the same color bottles. The only difference is the name on the bottle. Mm-hmm. But if you've got two products and they are both hydro, one would be hydrocortisone, the other one would be Hydrochlorothiazide. Don't mm-hmm. ask me what they are. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but um, but the, the the fact remains that if you've got those two perhaps on a shelf and uh, they're close to each other, you've worked a full shift. Yeah, there's a high problem. The hydro is there. High and you see the hydro, you grab it, and you say you've got the right thing. But you've just got the first part of the name. So what we're doing now is segregating those products. Um, and placing them in areas where they don't have anything in common with, with the name. Mm-hmm. And everybody's aware of the fact that we've moved them and where we've moved them to. And along with that, we're also identifying things like hazardous medicines and so on. So there's a lot of scrutiny um, in the actual practice. And all of this is, all of this is a part of our um, safety procedures. Uh, right through the hospital, even on the units and so on. And, and that that's one of the things I think that people have to understand that you are working to a better environment, not just 
for the patient, but also for, for your employees. You, you want to give them the best opportunity to give the best product out, which is, is the service. Yes. We've got to maintain the, the patient's confidence in, in what we're doing. So, um, folks, uh, d- don't forget, it is officially open now on Smith Road. We're, we're talking about, g- give us the official name uh, of your, of the. I call it a complex because it's pretty big. It's pretty big over there at yes. the Smith, Smith Road Pharmacy. Smith Road Medical Center mm-hmm. and um, the Smith Road Medical Center Pharmacy. Um, we are, we, well, we, we say Smith Road Pharmacy uh, in among ourselves, and that's quite acceptable. And one of the things that people um, get is they are open. Let me give you the times that they're open. So uh, you can give them a call, and I, I want to make sure I got the, the phone number right. You can correct me. Uh, they're open uh, Monday to Friday. And we're saying 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, the number is 244-2715. Am I correct with that? 244-2715. That is correct, yes. Or in the other number is real simple, 244-2716. Yes. So, so they got two numbers that you can give them a call at. They're open also Saturday, Sunday, and public holidays from 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. And this is a pharmacy that has... Expanded, I, I say grow from over by the HSA, and you guys saw fit to move it to a, another location, which is right around the corner in my aspect. I can mm-hmm. walk it. It's pretty close. Yeah. A- and this is another world-class facility that is basically an outpatient for for you folks, uh, you know, anyone listening here in our voice. Uh, and it is exclusively for the major benefits for the patients. Would I be correct in saying that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the idea, like I said, is for our patients to have the best possible experience um, and environment for their care. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, in doing so, we also ensure that um, we're, we're, our practice is safe okay. um, on their behalf. And um, I think the, the convenience of it is the fact that, first of all, they don't have to queue up. Secondly, mm-hmm. um, we our turnaround time is quite fast, um, and uh, that is something that we are we monitor all the time. Um, and like I said earlier, it, that's a new that's a new element to our practice. Um, it, it has it's an added role, but it's also a vital role. And um, we're we're we we've gotten into it now. So checking the screens, the monitors to see who's supposed to be. Um, Who's next? Which mm-hmm. prescription is next? Which prescription um, needs to be attended to now in order to get that patient out within the waiting time that we've given? And if there's a reason for it not to be given at that time, then we need to communicate that with the patient and so on, like I said. And uh, all of those things in tandem are working together uh, with our own internal monitoring process, which pretty much... Um, um, we can probably umbrella them on the key performance indicators uh, in order for us to keep on top of the entire process right. and ensure that it's working. Exactly. So all the different points of services in the past are now all under one roof, on one floor, in one location. And that makes it easier for the patient and, and, for, and for the person administering the prescription for them. Yes. Um, I think... I think it is necessary to say that our pharmacy at 
the main pharmacy is still accessible. Mm-hmm. We encourage persons to come to Smith Road Pharmacy. But if you've seen the doctor at the main pharmacy in Georgetown at the hospital, mm-hmm. then by all means, you can get your prescription filled there as normal. Even persons from the outside can still go there and get prescriptions filled. Right. Um, it's still active. It is still quite active. And it is still a, a regular, one of our regular pharmacies. Um, but as far as refills are concerned, um, the refills are at Smith Road. Mm-hmm. And uh, Smith Road is the hub for refills. And that's the only place we will dispense and dispatch refills. Okay. Um, so if you've got a refill on your prescription, uh, it doesn't matter which of those pharmacies you got it at. As long as you've ordered a refill, you will have to collect it at Smith Road. Makes makes perfect sense. And it, it makes it understandable also because if you're getting something new, you can get that at the HSA because you're walking out from the doctor. You yeah, can get yeah it it's convenient. If you, if convenient. you saw the doctor there um, and you've got your prescription, then you can get it filled there. Mm-hmm. But the important thing to note is that going forward, you will have to get your refills from Smith Road. Perfect. And, and Smith Road was actually, um, Smith Road was actually birthed that the refill process mm-hmm. was birthed there during COVID because that is the place where we, we, we used uh, for our social distancing and so on, ah. both for staff and patients to remove the, the, the threat crowds, of COVID. The crowd, yes, and to keep persons uh, socially distanced in a convenient place. We moved our refills to Smith Road temporarily mm-hmm. and removed some of our staff out as well. So we, we, we did our social distancing both on the inside and on the outside. Okay. In order to, and it worked very well. So what we've done is we've maintained that process there uh, for the refills. Made it official. And, and created the space because refills can be quite a few when, when we get them. If you, if you come into the pharmacy, um, in many cases, we've got quite a few more refills than we have waiters. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's why in many cases we tell patients, you know, send them in at least five days before because we know we're going to have a lot to do um, at any one point in time. And it, it even becomes a little longer if you've put in a manufactured item because then we've got to make that item mm-hmm. and dispense it. So It um, takes time. Yeah, and, and it takes time for us to do it correctly. Um, as far as the dispensing process is concerned, because of the, the magnitude of refills that we get, uh, we've got to ensure that um, we've got them all done within the time that we say. So we ask patients to bring them in at least five days before they're needed. Um, the other thing I'm going to say is that refills can also be submitted online mm-hmm. on our website at hsa.ky. If you go there and you go on the pharmacy, there's a form which you can fill out quite easily as well if you've got access to, to a computer. Um, okay. You can call the refills in as well. We've got a sorting team that deals with um, receiving calls for on those same numbers that you, you just called. Right. Um, receiving um, the 2715 number especially. Okay. Um, receiving the refills on those on those lines um, by telephone. And I, I, well, speaking of that, um, what about uncollected prescriptions? Let's just say, you know, um, I placed it a couple of weeks ago or two weeks ago, and all the prescriptions now I need to pick up at Smith Road? Absolutely. You? Well, I'll tell you about that. But um, I just want persons to know that they can still bring refills in and hand them in at the window. Mm-hmm. Um, our drop-off box is still active for now, but we're going to have a drop-off box at Smith Road, which will um, take over the, the process. And so you'll be able to just pass through, drop your prescriptions uh, according to the process in the drop-off box mm-hmm. and collect them the following day, just like everything else. Oh, perfect. Right, so we, we 
encourage patients to wait on their medication. Um, we encourage them to wait because sometimes they go away, they go home, they start to feel better, and uh, most people don't like to take medication. But um, Really? Well, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, hmm, quite a few of us don't. Um, but we want to encourage persons to, to take, to get their medication when they, when they come. If you've brought a prescription in, we encourage persons to wait for it. Um, and that ensures that they receive the medication that they have been ordered by the doctor. Um, some persons will get the prescription and, uh, and walk away and uh, either not remember to come back for it or they feel better and they, ref they just decide, you know, I'm feeling better, I don't need to take it anymore. Mm -hmm. um, that could be dangerous in some cases because it is quite possible that, you know, you can experience a situation where you do feel better. Right. But then your situation may in a, get, literally worse. get worse. And then when you come back to the hospital, your treatment is, is even more, is even more uh, necessary and perhaps more in debt than if you're taking your medication in the first place. Mm -hmm. So we encourage persons to do that, to take their medication. We encourage them to collect their refills uh, once they've ordered them. And uh, um, it is also necessary for them to remember certain things like antibiotics and so on that are just for five or seven days. They need to ensure that they take them from the day they're ordered. Mm -hmm. um, we do have situations where persons order their medications and so on and they don't pick them up. And we've got to put them back into circulation after seven days. And the reason for that is that if you keep them on the shelf longer than the stipulated, than, than seven days in some cases, they deteriorate. Mm, okay. um, uh, or we've ch we, we change the shelf life because we already exposed them to a different container and so on. Um, but you must understand that there's a lot that goes into the consideration of these things. Sometimes pills change color when you put them in a different container. Sometimes they change their, their see, integrity. See, everything, this is, this is an art form, what you're telling <laughs> me. Literally, the, all of the consideration and the thoughtful aspect that you need to do to ensure the well-being of the, of the person, yeah, of the there's, pills, of it, There's quite everything. a bit. There's quite a bit. And, and uh, you've got to be, we've got, to make sure that um, we reduce things like wastage and spillage and so on uh, considerably, uh, it is necessary for us to monitor those things as well. Mm -hmm. So we, we are employing that the public pick up their medication once they've ordered it and take it as prescribed by the doctor. Perfect, perfect. And uh, just wrapping up, folks, as we get set to uh, shift gears, uh, you're listening to one of the most knowledgeable men on the island, Mr. Colin Medford. He's <laughs> uh, the chief pharmacist over oh at the HSA. And um, we're talking about the opening of the Smith Road Medical Center, of course, uh, the Smith Road uh, Pharmacy. It's open now for you. And as I said, the, the time frames that it's open, I'll just give that to you again. Uh, Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Saturday, Sunday, and public holidays, 9 a.m. till 5.30 p.m. You can give them a call at 244-2715 or 244-2716. They even have a WhatsApp for you to refill your prescriptions that number is 9256534. You can also get this. You can also fill it out online if you're, you're an online person such as I am at hsa.ky. You can fill out the simple form and send it into the HSA to get your prescriptions refilled. And 
it makes it easy accessible for no matter who or where you're from or, or your level of, of maybe you don't only have a phone, you know, maybe you, you only online at work or, you know, you can do all of these things and reach out to the HSA and get your prescriptions taken care of, your refill prescriptions taken care of. It's that easy, that simple. And that's what we're talking about today. Correct in saying that? Yes, it is. Yes, uh, it is. Excellent. Excellent. Any, any final parting words before we uh, switch gears here? Um, yeah, we, we are also available for um, information purposes. Our education purposes, mm-hmm. um, we are willing to answer questions. The the our our team in general, um, we are available uh, at any time where we are duty to answer any questions that the public may have regarding their medication. They can call us and uh, ask us questions, and we'll certainly answer them as best as we can. If it's a situation where we can't answer the question, we'll certainly point them in the direction where they can get the answers from. Um, it could be the doctor. Um, it could be something that probably is not pharmacy related, but we'll just point them in the direction to to get the answers that they're looking for. And uh, in saying that, um, we, we do have access to a wealth of up-to-date information as far as pharmacy is concerned and patient information. And we know that there's a lot of information available on the internet, but a lot of it is opinionated. So it is very, it is very important to ensure that you get the information, the correct sources uh, to, to follow online, or you, the, the correct, you, you, you choose the correct persons who will give you the information that you're looking for without um, adulterating it or adding to it in any way. Um, so we advise patients if they have any questions about their medication to ask us directly and we will certainly and truthfully tell them, uh, anything that they need to know. And, and that I think is a great final parting point. It's information, but does it relate to you? Does it relate to what you're doing? And that's how you have to talk and you have to ask somebody who's in the know and your department that is definitely should be on anybody's hey, what does this do? How does this help? How does it hurt? Where am I with this medication? You guys should be the first line of defense in their health. And once people realize that, to call you is, is literally a phone call away. Yeah, and, and or they can ask us when they're there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you can call us or you can come in and ask us questions. We've got um, areas where there's complete privacy mm-hmm. and, uh, and your conversation is always confidential. And uh, we don't see any question as being silly or unnecessary or stupid because we have the information that you need. And obviously, we have it for a purpose. So true. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Colin, for stopping by here. Remember, you've been listening to Health Matters with the Cayman Islands Health Services Authority. Uh, I've been your host, Chuck Taylor, along with my guest, Chief Pharmacist, uh, Mr. Colin Medford. He stopped by and talked about the new um, pharmacy on Smith Road and also general stuff about just all the things that their department is doing. I will say, sir, don't be a stranger. (laughs) Definitely, um, the show is welcome back. Anytime you want some information or you want to talk, you're more than welcome to stop by. Thank you. Appreciate that. So keep listening here. This is Bobo 89.1 FM. We'll see you next time right here on Health Matters with Cayman Islands Health Services Authority.
The Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky via WhatsApp 925-6532 or call 244-2715. For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit hsa.ky. The views and opinions expressed by the following program and its participants are solely their current opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Bobo 89.1 FM and DMS Broadcasting respective stations. The program participants' opinions are based upon information they consider reliable and based on their knowledge. You're listening to Bobo 89.1 FM. At the Health Services Authority, we want to keep you informed about the latest developments that impact your health because your health matters to us. Join us each Friday and Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. as we cover health news, offer advice, and answer your questions on Healthcare Today with HSA. Keeping you up to date with information you can use. Bobo 89.1 FM. Hello, this is Donna Mitchell, and welcome to 89.1 Bobo FM. And I invite you to listen in to our show, Wellness Week Kickoff, each Monday from 7 to 8 p.m. on 89.1. I am a health and wellness and lifestyle coach. My experience spans over four decades and with much to share to you on health, wellness, and success. Once again, this is Donna Mitchell. I invite you to listen in to Wellness Week Kickoff. This is an opportunity for you to detach and to listen in, to become focused, to be inspired, and to receive information on health, wellness, and success. I invite you to listen in to 89.1 FM Bobo on Mondays from 7 to 8 p.m. Bobo 89.1 FM. Information you can use. Hello, friends, and greetings in Jesus' name. This is your friend, Bishop Clark. I'm so delighted that you were able to tune in at this time to Bobo 89.1. Our services will be from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. each Sunday. You can't afford to miss this, friends. We plan at this time to work along with you, meeting your needs from the Holy Bible. Remember, we're located at 23A Woodlake Drive, Georgetown, Grand Cayman, KY1-1103. Feel free to call us at 345-949-9533 or 345-926-2087. Our email address is upc at cndw.ky. Don't forget to tune in to this radio station on Sunday from 2 p.m. till 3 p.m. to hear the word of God. May God richly bless you. We connect you to the community. Oh, sure. We are Bobo 89.1 FM. Welcome. This is Coach My Life. I am Hilton Grace, your host. I'm a certified professional life coach, a behavior change specialist, and a person who simply enjoys helping people to get the best out of the goals that they have set. Coach My Life is specifically designed for people who have asked questions such as, 
how can I be a better person? What can I do to improve on what I have done so far? I am at the top of my game, but I need to transition into the next phase of life. Now, these are general questions that persons who may benefit from coaching might ask themselves. This program is is curated in a way that certainly may help to answer some of those questions. This is Coach My Life. You can catch it here 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. every Tuesday night. I'm so looking forward to serving all of you. Keeping you up to date with information you can use. Mobile 89.1 FM. Hi everyone, this is Tessa inviting you to join me each and every Thursday at 9 to 10 p.m. for Tea Talk with Tessa. It's all about relaxation and talking about matters that affect you. Sometimes it'll be fun, sometimes it'll be serious, but most of all, it will be about us. So just a reminder, tune in on Thursdays, 9 to 10 p.m., right here on Bobo 89.1. We connect you to the community. Oh, sure. We are Bobo 89.1 FM. Hey, this is Chuck Taylor, and I'm welcoming you to Bobo 89.1. We have a great lineup each and every Friday night from 8 till midnight. It's the Prime Mix Show with yours truly, Chuck Taylor. I'll be having guest DJs stop by from time to time, showcasing their talent, telling you what they're up to, and most of all, playing great music. In the meantime, we'll be keeping the mix live with great music that you can enjoy too, and also just reminiscing of music of the past. It's all about great music on the Prime Mix Show each and every Friday night from 8 till midnight, hosted by yours truly, Chuck Taylor. Welcome to Bobo 89.1, your community station. Here's a little sample of what you can expect each and every Friday night. Keeping you up to date with information you can use. Mobile 89.1 FM.
You are listening to Lou Jimmy Lapierre, known as Jimmy the Boss Entertainment, right here each and every Sunday on Bobo 89.1 from 5 to 6. Not only that we give you sweet pan music, but we have events, interviews with artists from around the globe right here out of the Cayman Islands, giving you that full culture experience. You can check me out live on Twitch each and every Friday from 5 p.m. Live happy hour time. You can reach me, follow me, and contact me on all social media platforms from YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch at Jimmy the Boss Entertainment or Ulu Jimmy Lapierre. Follow me on Instagram at J-I-M-M-E-H-345. That is Jimmy345. Just a reminder, listen to my program each and every Sunday on Bobo 89.1 from 5 to 6. Keeping you up to date with information you can use. Bobo 89.1 FM.